G'day. Welcome to the Four Walls Podcast. My name is Josh and I'm your host and I've got my co-host with me, George McNabb. How you doing, George? Good, mate. Good. Excited? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited too, man. This is yeah. something we've been talking about for a while and I'm very excited to be bringing none other than the Dave McCartney. How are you doing, Dave? Oh, <laughs> the feeling in this era is palpable. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's it. Up, it's palpable. I'm, I'm, I'm happy we can use it. We can we, use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm feeling it, man. I'm charged. It's, it's great to be uh, with you guys today. Yeah. Yeah. What's around the corner? I don't know. No, no. And that's, that's the best part is that we are diving into the deep end and we're just going to dip our toes and see how it goes. But um, obviously... The main reason why we wanted to bring you on is that you have a very unique uh, position in the market where you're bringing something different. And that's something that I really personally, from a marketing background, I really love. Like it's mm. point of difference and target audience are two of the things that I talk about endlessly. So yeah, I would love to hear the story of how you got into real estate. Would you mind sharing that with us? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can I can share that. It's interesting what you say about like uh, having a point of difference or being unique in the marketplace, because I did know that straight off the bat that you had to have that. Mm. Um, it's not like a. I think it was my father-in-law that might have said to me, you know, you, you can't be everyone's cup of tea, and if you try to be everyone's cup of tea, it's a real weak cup of tea, and then no no one really likes that cup anyway. They might they might accept or tolerate that cup, but they don't really like it. If you try to be something for everyone, so it's better to kind of be you and be something that's memorable and be something that's be the best version of you. And then if you get a couple of haters, but that's at the sacrifice of getting like 95%, then go for it, you know, go for it, try and get. And so that's kind of what, that's the kind of approach I took. And so no matter how good you get, especially in New Zealand, you will get the, the tall poppy syndrome. You will get a few haters. That's going to come, expect it to come. If it doesn't come, you're probably doing something wrong. Um, and then just, yeah, do what you love. So for me getting into real estate, um, I think, you know, I always, everyone, like, there's a few people that said, you know, that will say, I always knew I was going to get into real estate. I'm all about, pro I just love property so much. I've, I never had that. I was never like, I'm going to get into real estate. If anything, I was going to be a famous movie star. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for that to happen. I'm hoping you guys are going to make me into that. <laughs> yeah, That's why I've teamed up with Blade Scenes, is to hopefully, I've, st I've got my second crack at becoming a famous movie star. Um, but it was a conversation I had with my father-in-law. So, um my wife's father, Murray Biddick, he owned the LJ Hooker for about 25-odd years in Main Street of Howick, Picton Street. And um, I think he, he planted a few seeds and then he kind of slowly got me into it. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really cool. I love that you touched on the whole thing of um, you never had that dream of selling houses and stuff because I've heard that, that so really, many times that line you a, asked like, them, I'm, you know and I think it's part of their pitch too because yeah. they're, they're hoping that vendors are going to hear that or something yeah, you know like yeah. I've always wanted to sell houses my entire life <laughs> no I don't think anyone ever did really want Not to do that really. from the get go right <laughs> yeah maybe maybe the, the next generation will because they kind of grew up on selling Sunset <laughs> but yeah. uh, you know we never had that you know, yeah, you yeah. know. The, the two the two common phrases that you hear are the um, oh yeah I just grew up wanting to sell people's houses and the other one that is um what is it it's moving moving people's biggest assets and stuff yeah like. oh, something like you know moving their lives from one stage to another and yeah, help, yeah. helping them with that transitional period yeah. in their lives yeah, yeah. So, i mean the, you get older you start realizing the importance of that now now i wouldn't do anything else i just yeah. i absolutely love it. it's like finally um you know you know, it's amazing when you, when your passion, your skill sets, uh, the things that you love line up with what you do. And so now when I'm in that, just your life just resonates on a whole other level. So I'm lucky to be doing this. I'm very, very lucky to be doing what I love now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was very different from what I came from. Yep. And, uh, 
And when I, I remember it vividly, because I, I, I was I was juggling so many things before I got into real estate, you know. I had a, a stand-up comedy career. I was working as a journalist. I was I ran a kids' entertainment company. And I had a number of different things that I was doing. And um, but it was it was not like it it was, I was very successful at all those things, but it wasn't, I was also growing a young family, just had a, a family and they're getting older and it wasn't paying the bills like I'd like it to. And my father-in-law sat me down one time and he's just got this way about him, you know, he's, it, it's almost like he was having the epiphany as he was talking to me, you know, it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. We're at the holiday home in Pawanui. He just poured a wine, kind of getting, um, nestled into his couch. And he looks at me and Dominic was next to me and goes, you know what? I was like, yeah. Is you know what? Yeah, actually, that could that could work. And I was like, what 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 could work? And he goes, well, just <laughs> actually be a really good idea. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, what, what, what would what would be the good idea? He goes, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking. I'll just fuck around. I, I don't know why I haven't thought of that before. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got all these noises and he's got these sounds, these all these positive. I'm like, what is going on? And then he gets up off the couch, she pours himself another wine, he comes out and he's dreaming, looking up, and he's going, I actually think, oh, far out, yeah, this is going to work. And I'm like, what? As he's getting me really rolled up. And he just looks at me dead and goes, You need to get into real estate. And I was just like, oh, what? No, no, no. We've had this conversation. But I, I remember talking about this about a year ago, and, and uh, you said not to do it. He goes, no, that was, that was a different market. Things have changed a little bit, but I've been giving it some thought, and I think that you need to do real estate. He goes, if you can do what you did in your other previous jobs, if you can do that in real estate, he goes, you'll set the market on fire. You'll go crazy. And that, and that conversation started at four o'clock in the afternoon. We're still talking about it until four in the morning. Wow. And then I couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. And then me and Dominique were talking about how we're going to do it together. And then it just the, it just snowballed. Bada boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. Couldn't get out of my head, couldn't get out of my head until eventually um, we're like, well, we, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. I, I love stories like that, eh? Like you just know that that authentic raw moment you'll never forget that you start either. challenging like, it you play devil's advocate and yeah. you come against it with every because you get you go i can't look at this with rose-colored glasses can i actually do this can i sustain it will i be a success what does it take and so not just getting caught up in the hype but going what if what does it take this this and this and and he said to me he goes you don't need to be the most intelligent to get into real estate some of the most successful real estate agents are idiots because <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be the most intelligent you don't need to be the smartest person in the room it's not the hard, it's not rocket science but it is hard work yeah. and if you're prepared to put in the hard work it's simple but if you're prepared to put in the hard work you will be you will do very very well and um, and I remember I had to make a set because I'd just been accepted, which was a big deal for me back then it's in these days, but um, I'd just been accepted into the New Zealand International Comedy Festival for me, which was a really big deal. And I just had these other opportunities with what I was gr growing my business at the time. And I had to, he goes, but real estate isn't a part-time gig. This is why I don't understand real estate agents that do it part-time. Hobbyists or people that are doing it in their retirement years just because they want a bit of a kick. Because if you do it and you want to do it well, you've got to do it full time, you've got to give everything to it. And I remember just going, oh man, okay, so I've actually got to give up all these other things. So I had to shut all the doors on, all, everything else I was doing, close it up, sell the businesses in order to get into real estate if I wanted to do it wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I had to do that. So that was a, it was a big decision, but man, I, you know. I'd never, I'd never change it, and I love what I'm doing right now. I'm yeah, glad I did it. It doesn't sound like you'd ever look back. No, <laughs> no I think, no, no I think as well that's like a really important piece to take away there because 
so many people do kind of try to dip their toes in the water or they don't kind of fully jump in properly and then they never kind of see that success that they were hoping for mm. because like the, I mean I've heard it a hundred times right people always say like real estate isn't a career it's like a lifestyle mm. and it's like it actually does become your life like you do work the weekends and late nights and you know it, it is a, it is a massive career move that you're right you do have to jump into and give it your absolute all so um, I didn't know that but you know kudos to I guess taking the having the balls to, to do it right because a yeah. lot of people probably wouldn't do that yeah no that's right there's no kind of salary or wage or anything like that you yeah know? can we touch on that quickly like how was that for you with kids at the time did you have kids back then at the time yeah i did yeah so like that must have been quite scary for you and dom to jump we, into that we like, had so many people tell us don't do it yeah even real estate agents. A lot of agents were, were saying... Well, of course they yeah, would. They're like, no, no, you're not dead, Dave. Don't do it. Um, but there wasn't many that were out... And when I got into it and was doing it with Dominique, we started together. There wasn't really many husband-wife duos. Like, it, it's a thing now. And there's lots of... And now there's everyone's pairing together. You've seen that all over. But back then, it wasn't really a thing. And um, so that was unique in itself and the fact that we had kids. So I didn't know anyone out our area that were our age doing real estate age, doing real estate, and that had kids, um, you know, uh, two and four years old, you know. So it was like, oh, man, how do you do that? So it was a like it wasn't easy, you know, the, the starting it because we're having to juggle it around and had to get babysitters and then tag teaming back and forth and doing everything we could to make it happen. It was, we, we had a lot of support around us. We had to, for us to be able to make it work. It's like, um, it's a lot of sweat equity, I call it, yeah. you know, putting in this because, you know, you put it, you're front end loading. It's not money you're putting, you're just putting time, energy, effort, yeah. everything into it, every resource you have, but you know, we didn't have a lot of money uh, putting anything into it just to make it work. And, and you're moving very slowly. But then when you do hit orbit, you're away. You know, it's like um, I think the best analogy, it's kind of like that rocket ship going into outer space. At the very beginning, you're burning millions and millions of dollars worth of fuel and, you know, and you're moving, you're hardly moving at all and there's fire and everything's going off and, you know, nothing's happening. It's just going... But then um, but momentum builds and builds and builds and then it hits outer space, you know, and, then just, and it's just going light years and it's going moving, you know, astronomically fast with very little effort, just a touch. Yeah. It's going. Nothing could stop it. And that's kind of what's happened with my career too is a lot of it happened at the start, just pushing out, and now I can just work on on fine-tuning it and uh, and getting it better and just w tweaking it. But, you know, it was that first part is the hardest part is the first five years, I think, is, you know, getting building a name, building trust, yeah. um, having people uh, recognise what you do. Because mm. how, how many years into it are you now? I'm about six or seven years into it now. Yeah, I think it's about seven. Give or take. Yeah, give or take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roughly about that. Yeah, nice. No, that's cool, man. Like, um, obviously, like, uh, anyone watching at home at this point, if you are a real estate agent that is thinking about getting into it, I don't know if you've been picking up on this, but there is some serious, like, goldmine stuff that Dave's been talking about um, through some of those key points, and I think, I'm glad you touched on it before, George, but I guess my key takeaway from that convo with you so far is there doesn't seem to be much point in it, in it ever being a part-time gig because everyone that I've worked with that's been successful in it, it's literally their whole lives. And um, I, you'll, you'll find this funny, but I 
probably have been tried to be recruited by a real estate agent, branch manager. Every single time George sends me for a sales presentation, I'll pretty much get an offer. And I just say the same thing every time. There is, I have so much respect for you and everyone out there that does this to an amazing job because I couldn't do that to the full extent that you guys do it with the 11 p.m. phone calls and the all of that stuff. I, I think work-life balance is something that's always been really hard for me and important for me. And um, so there's just so much respect for what you guys do because when you get to that area where you've got to, you get to celebrate your success, but at the same time, like you are also so much a part of those people's lives and you've done some really cool stuff for them. And obviously you would have a, a, probably a bunch of amazing stories that you can call on from that. Yeah. And I guess that's a nice little segue for... Do you have any particular thing that's coming to mind right now? And because I don't want you to like dig too deep, it's more like what's the one that comes? Um, is there a favorite story you have like from real estate? It, it can be either a career highlight or a specific situation with a vendor that you were like, damn, that was cool. Ah, man, that is really hard. That is really hard because obviously we see so many transactions happen, you know, all the time, yeah. you know, um, my team and I. And the thing is, that, you know, you are involved so frequently at people at, at such a critical, axiomatic, you know, point in time for people. You know, that, that, that what I say, because a property often represents someone's lifetime of hard work. Sure. And sometimes we don't recognize that as agents because we can see it as numbers, just another sales, another commission. But you're actually, you, this is why it's so important. And people can see when you, when you understand that, that someone, say you're a plumber. You know, or a mechanic, or whatever it is that you might be, banker, and you've been working thirty years, you know, and you know, sweating, toiling, and all of that money is now wrapped up in one asset, and then you're going to sell that asset, and you're going to choose somebody to represent you, your property, selling that house to get to maximize to maximize the profit, and you got to that's my all of my work, that's my lifetime, and, and I'm going to give it to you. So you better know what you're talking about. It you better like know what you're doing. Cooker. It is the pressure cooker. <laughs> and so when you do it well, the 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 um, the joy, the satisfaction, the reward in doing that is huge. And we see that all the time. So it's really hard to pinpoint one. Yeah. I mean, I had what happened last week, which was amazing. Oh, and the 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 joy in the room when the husband and the wife they got up because we just got them a deal that just just it was just what they needed. Yeah. Um, Settlement was perfect. The price was, you know, they were over the moon. The timing that we did, we achieved it in, we, we got it sold within like about eight days on the market and they needed it to happen really quickly. They needed the perfect settlement. They needed the, the, the right money, which was well over where the buyer feedback had been. And uh, and we got them. We got them. And just the joy that they, they did this massive embrace. They kissed one another. Then they poured the champagne and they were just so happy. And, and to be witness to that and in the room was just so rewarding. I came back. I got. I got it. I got the deal on the phone outside, and then I came back inside, and they were waiting to see what I was going to say. And I just kind of looked at them, and, and I didn't have a good look on my face. I played it up a little bit, really down. I was like, so I was like, all right, uh, all right, Julie, you better pour a wine. <laughs> She's like, really? You, you want a wine? Why do we want a wine? It's like, because <laughs> I said, because I got the deal done. They're like, ah! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Break oh. out your champagne glasses. Yeah, yeah, and that must be so cool. To see all feeling. that pressure like just come washing yeah, away at once. Yeah, because in that yeah. moment, it's make or break because it's either that or the opposite. There was no in the middle we had to make it work, yeah. and otherwise, um, you know, they couldn't buy the next house, and then that person they couldn't buy the next house that they were looking for as well. So there's a couple of a couple banked up on this one. So yeah, yeah. So that's probably one that just comes to memory recently. That yeah. was a was a great moment, and I think that's an testament to like what a good job that you and your team do on such a consistent basis right like if there's so many of those stories um because obviously you you know you are dealing with quite a high volume of houses um that's an amazing thing you know like if that's not something that you can pin down and there's just so many of those and then it's recency bias is the thing that comes to mind. That's that's a good thing, you know? Yeah. So I, I really like that. And, and that's a testament too to not just myself but my team. Yes. If, yep. I, if I can plug that. No, I won't plug it. But I'm just saying my team is amazing. I love the way we work. I've I've always, um, you know, if you've got like a basketball team, like the dream team. I've, I hate that thing, the dream team, because almost every real estate agent team calls themselves the dream yeah, team yeah. or the A team <laughs> or something like that. So I won't do that. But I see ourselves as being like a tight-knit team of real estate ninjas. Yeah. (laughs) Real estate assassins. Leave it to Dave McCartney (laughs) to coin a term that no one has ever coined before. (laughs) Wait for that to come out. Silent uh, silent yet deadly, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how silent we are, but yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's really cool, man. Uh, I've got something a little bit on the other end of the spectrum for you. And Here we go. I don't know if this is something, because like you're, you're a very like happy-go-lucky guy. You're very positive energy. It's very um, enjoyable to be in the room around you. But has there ever been a point where you've thought about leaving real estate? Um, I don't know if there's been a th- point where I've thought about leaving real estate. There, there have been points that have been really hard because it's, you know, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. There's ups and downs. Yeah. And there can be you can be loved and hated in the same day. Yeah. In the yeah. same hour. <laughs> <laughs> you could be so you can go through a moment of ecstasy where someone's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna name my kids after you. And <laughs> you know, they just love you. And then you can have another phone call where they're like, man, how dare you? You've just ruined everything. And whatever that is that's happened in their life, they've pinned it on you because you're the real estate agent. And so, the, you know, you just get the you get the business into the stick from there. So you can be loved and hated in the same day. But sometimes you can have like hate after hate after hate if you're going through a real bad patch. So it depends on – and then in those moments you can go, oh, man, stuff this. Why do I do this? Yeah, yeah so you, you can certainly have those times. You've got to be so careful. Though. You can't ever lose – this is the thing. You can't ever lose your call. Cool because um, you know you never know what that moment's leading to. So sometimes you got to you've got to be really bite your tongue if someone's saying something or accusing you of something, and you've got to be like, all right, okay, cool, that's cool. It's it's um yeah, that's that's professionalism, eh? Yeah, you 100%. just got to really just. I'd actually like. I think that's a good opportunity for us to kind of like peel back the curtain for you a little bit. Um, we're well aware of that pressure that comes to you guys because naturally. That overflows onto us if yes. something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if it's, especially if it's something that's related to anything that we've done, whether it be the photos or the video or something like the the. It was a rainy day. It was a rainy day, and oh. unfortunately, George's weather machine was broken that day. So. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. To all my, I'm yeah. sorry to all the real estate agents out there that I can't control the weather. <laughs> yeah. You guys must get that. We've got the new weather machine coming next year, guys. Don't yeah. worry. Like. That must be your big, the hardest thing for you guys is the is the weather, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I can, but then again, like at the same time, you know, you, you, yeah, as you say, we can't control the weather and people must know that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, another big thing as well is like market conditions. We can't control market conditions. Yeah. And it's the same thing with you guys, right? It's like, you know, I guess you guys are probably a little bit more able to do it than we are, but, but like in terms of taking on listings, you know, when the market gets super busy, like we have mm. hard capacity limits that mm. we just can't go past. Yeah. And it's so hard to expand and contract as a business. And same from like seasonality from summer and winter and stuff like that. So, it, you know, there's like sometimes we have like constraints and we do everything that we can and we like bend the rules as much as we can. But sometimes you just can't. You guys, you guys are incredible to work with. I love oh, working with you guys. Cool. You guys are you guys are such a professional outfit and so accommodating. And I think what, what you do is it's raising the bar. Yeah. It really is raising the bar. And, um, and, and it must be difficult when you get a... A, you know, like you have to reschedule because of weather. Yeah. So, you know, it was going to be Tuesday. Oh, well, the weather's terrible. Let's make it Thursday. But then you've got probably every other agent going, can we make it Thursday as well? Because we can see the sun's on Thursday. And then you probably had already your bookings that were based on Thursday. And then you're like, what do we do? 100%. Oh, and I like, it's got to be tough work. I, I have to use this as a moment to give some credit to the people that deserve the credit. Because um, if me and George didn't have our two secret weapons, uh, Amy, Lou and Jennifer Lou, <laughs> we would be in a very bad spot. So all of those credit to what you're talking about comes down to just having a great, like your your team is the team of ninjas. I don't know what our team is. Summarize, maybe you got summarized. Yeah. Ninjas, you <laughs> like, got the summarized. But we, we have we have a very similar opinion about our team and it's not just um, the, the girls, it's everyone that we have. Um, we've done a really good job of attracting a really good team of people that all follow the kind of same thing of like, we want to be, and we we perceive that we are the best real estate marketing company in the country, mm-hmm. and so um, to do that, you have to have a great team behind you. Same way that Team McCartney operates, and I think it's that's where it all starts and finishes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and we do try to build like you know longer lasting relationships with our clients, so it's mm. not just like we understand like same as you guys, right? Like what you guys do, even though it is transactional, is not transactional because a person might sell their house three times, four times in their life, right? And they're probably going to stay in the same area. So, like, you want to kind of retain that relationship and the client's value isn't worth one sale, it's worth four or five sales. Same thing with us, right? For us, it's like it's an odds yearly relationship that just keeps going on and on and on. So that's kind of what we try to do as much as we can too. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely. Um. This is not a promotional podcast, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. We're not supposed to be talking about ourselves. That was my fault. That was my fault, okay, guys? I, that was, That's th- your that, first that didn't mean to happen. <laughs> yeah. I flipped the script. Yeah, here's, here's the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Although we, we will be putting that testimony on straight in our basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on the website by yeah. the time this podcast is uploaded. Um, the thing that I would like, how, how much have you done in terms of like, have you done any kind of coaching or any kind of like, uh, nurturing, obviously you do it through your own team, but, uh, have you ever been approached for that kind of stuff or like, is that something you're interested in the future about like running your online webinars and, and Dave's secret to success? Yes. My five (laughs) keys to success. (laughs) Link in bio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, it's so funny. Um, because I feel like uh, uh, as soon as any real estate agent gets a little taste of success, they want to be a coach or or be perceived as a coach. Because you know, 
Um, I would I would love to do it at some stage, um, but yeah, I get to do it pretty much every day through my team. So I'm always coaching and training my guys, and um, and that's fantastic. And I get and the thing is, when you're doing that, it's very very different to being like an, a traveling itinerating coach because you know it's one thing for me just to turn up to a room full of random people, spout out for half an hour about why you should do this, this, and this, and they go, "Oh, that's really awesome." Take a bit of hype from it, take a few notes, and walk away. But with what I do with my team is I've got to see them the next day and then the next day and then the next day. And we've actually got to see those things actually practically applied and work through. And sometimes you've got to not just do it through what you say, but through actually the way that you act, you know, it's walk the walk as well as talk the talk. But um, I would like to get into that kind of stuff probably on a larger scale, but just not yet because I'm not ready to train my competitors just yet. Yeah, we'll do that once, once, once that. I'm finished selling all of East Auckland, then yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah, then we'll talk. Then yeah. we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, um, I guess f- if you wouldn't mind sharing with us, although you're not ready to go out into that yet, is there one piece of advice you would give to, let's say, a brand new agent coming in? Yeah. They're fresh, fresh off the course and that's their first day on the job, what is the first thing that Dave McCartney would tell that person? I would say, um, well, there's the old persistence beats resistance. I like that. I like the fact that if you just persist with someone, you will, I think you will get a breakthrough. There's something about, um, you know, that persistence, but also that comes across. Like you want to build in rapport. It's so hard. Even for someone like me, like if I, I could say, look, I'm the best salesman, I, I've got a track record, I can show you that, I'm, I'm, you know, what we can do with our properties and how we can get you the premium price. But if you had met with Dorothy, let's say the vendor's name is Dorothy, and you'd met her every single week and you know her, you know, and she knows you and you guys, and, and you'd kept her up to date with what's happening uh, in the area, you'd given her market reports, you always keep her up to date with local sales in the area, you let her know what's happening with the, you become her link to the world of real estate. You become her trusted advisor. You might be new to the industry, but she trusts you. Now she's like, man, Josh is my go-to guy. That there is very hard to beat. Doesn't matter who you are. You could be Gavin Rupenstein. And you will not beat that. So I, I think um, I think that is that for someone when they're first starting up, what do they have that established agents don't have as much of? They've got time. Use the time wisely. So I would be using my time and investing into building strategic rapport with, with, with people and become their trusted advisor because if you do that, they will come to you every time and they will talk about you to every single – and that's what I did. That's how I did it. So – you want to become that. You want to become that. Per- become that person. You know, um, become that person's link to that world. Because when it comes time for them to sell, they're gonna, they're gonna become your whistleblower. And it's not, as you say, as George was saying before, you know, it's not transactional, happens not once, not twice. And it might not be that Dorothy has three houses to sell, but she's got a friend that wants to sell and she's got, uh, she's got family that wants to sell. And when, they, when she tells them how you treated her, because you were so you were so involved with her, then she's gonna be, then you're gonna become you've got the foot in the door with all of them as well. So that's what I'd say. If I'm first starting off, it's all about building that rapport. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a that's a like a really key one, the time thing. Like I've definitely seen because obviously with my role, I work with quite a range of agents, and the newer agents that is definitely something i've seen them make mistakes on is how they are spending their time so that's a real interesting 
point that you've made. Yeah, there don't is, do what every other real estate agent no, is doing. Don't put yeah. go just do flyers and, and door knocking and stuff like that. I I would be finding out who a couple of my key people are and just really hammering them and making sure that they, when it comes time to sell, they're going to go with you. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. And I guess like when you do that as well, one leads to another, to another, to another, because you meet more and more people at the listings, right? So well, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. where the breakthrough really comes from. Yes, you can. The moment you got a listing, then you just leverage those listings, and then then, then there's a whole new best practice that you'd implement. Yeah. But up until that first listing, it would be that. But yeah, then yeah, how you leverage listings is everything. Yeah, um, Dave, there's one I guess like final topic for you because we, we we don't want to go too long. But um, one thing that I was really keen to like spring on you, like oh, here we go, <laughs> um, classic Josh, but. What is your perception on all the new era of agents coming in that are utilizing social media and digital marketing very well? How, how do, what, what's your whole, like, I'm not going to give you one way or another on it, just a, a neutral, what's your perception on the whole thing? On the agents doing that? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and oh. how, I guess it's effectiveness. Yep. I think it's super effective. Yep. You know, like, um, I think new agents need to jump on it. Like, it, the landscape of real estate has changed a lot in the last five years. Um, and it's changing every year. It's changing every six months, how, how you utilize it. So you've got to keep up to date with those trends. Um, doing it, doing a lot of it and doing it right are two different things. You know, someone could be like, oh yeah, I'm really good on social media because I post every day, but it's rubbish. Mm. And no one gets, if anything, it's actually doing them a disservice. And that doesn't mean they're great at social media just because they post every day. Um, so it's about controlling the content you have and also making sure that that value always makes its way back to your client. If it's just for you and you alone, it's going to be seen as just promotional, self-promotional, I think it's average. But if you can learn how to make sure that you're getting yourself out there, whilst also there's a strong undercurrent that that value will always flow back to your clients and that savviness is something that, that obviously you possess and that your clients will then gain the benefit of, then it's really great. And yeah, I think you need to be utilizing all those different platforms um, because that is the future. If you don't do it, you'll be left behind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll kind of add on to that. It's like, just as you were saying before about kind of, kind of building that rapport with, you know, those people, I think with social media these days, if you do it right, you can build rapport with a massive amount of people, right? Mm. If you become the, you know, authority figure on your relative uh, platform, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or whatever it might be, you might even not be that much of an agent, but you have this perception of authority of like, you know, the trusted source, the trusted advisor as you used before. And then people will come to you organically rather than you having to go out with them organically. So I think well, that's, that's exactly kind of the it. I've had people that have been watching me for three, four years, you know, and, and they'll be like, you know, so when you go to meet with them, we go, they go, well, we know everything about you. We've been watching you for the last <laughs> few years. And so now it's just one side of conversation. It's, it's a funny kind of conversation because it's the first time you're really talking to them, but they've been watching you for years. Yeah. yeah. So you do. Yeah, you've nailed it, George. It's, it's, you know, you build it. It's a one-way rapport, but there will become a time when they do approach you and then you can, you know. So, yeah, I think that's what, that's 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 why it's important to have that consistency about what it is that you're doing online So be, and being aware that they're watching everything. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to know who your client is, That 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 um, to know who your niche kind of clientele is and play to that because you never know, you know, you, you know, you've, You've got such a wide range of people that you're talking to. So it's, again, but it's going to come down to that thing of, you know, being everyone's cup of tea versus finding out who you are. So, yeah, there's, there's like, for me, a lot of I stuff, stuff I do is can have a little bit of humour to it. Sometimes it's a bit quirky or whatever. Uh, but I've, I, I've got a huge clientele. But, you know, I will have the occasional person every once in a while 
they might go, oh, Dave's not for me. And because he's just, he's too out there. Yeah. You know, I'd rather someone who's a little bit more reserved or, you know, someone who's a little bit more whatever it might be. Because if you try to be, if I was, a, if I changed myself to be someone who's like, okay, I'm just going to be a normal person who is like, okay, yes, yes, this is how we talk. This is how we, if I became that, you, then I'd lose the 95% to please the 5%. Yeah. And this podcast wouldn't be very interesting with that person either. No, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think next, you would have got the invite to be honest. Next on the agenda, we're talking about your favorite experience. <laughs> Uh, just to, I guess, summarize what both George and Dave were saying from like a digital marketing perspective, uh, target audience is very important when you're doing this stuff. And then um, perception is everything. Those are the two things I wanted to summarize for anyone like listening and, and kind of learning as we go. Um, those those two takeaways are very important. Perception in the online world is everything. You can, uh, I'm a big believer in manifestation. I don't know if you guys um, are, but I think that there is a, there is a power in sort of, following uh, a goal and a dream and if you keep willing that and believing that into existence eventually it will come true because I think you just naturally put yourself in the right position to kind of do that stuff that whole thing with social media perception only feeds into that and only like helps that come true if anything it's kind of accelerated that whole process so yeah really good points from you guys and honestly i think that there's a lot of value that has come out of this podcast it was very uh like entertaining to talk to you but um yeah hopefully people watching at home were reading between the lines because there are some really golden nuggets for you guys watching at home thank you so much dave pleasure to be here guys yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, really we'll definitely have to do it again i, li I like i like the idea of a, um, a dave mccartney too a regular yeah <laughs> regular maybe we have it as like you know a feature special you know where, <laughs> where, where dave returns you know may, maybe we make it a regular occurrence it could it's be been, a regular thing yeah. Yeah. actually am i the first you are the first ever oh, podcast. Just remember that, oh, the rest oh, of you one. guys. <laughs> I was the first. Okay, I'll remind them of Everyone that. Everyone in Everyone this chair yeah, after yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. It was like Bill Murray to David Letterman. He was the first one on there, and yeah. then he was a regular. Yeah, but that's our thing, maybe. Yeah. That's our thing. I love it. Awesome, guys. So glad to be here. Cool. cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers.